Welcome to Mindless Digital, where we talk about stuff, have fun, and nothing ever gets done. Enjoy. What up, podcast people? It's Dave. And it's time for another episode of Mindless Digital. So, if you guys follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, you notice that on Tuesday I posted some pictures and said that uh, on my way, or I was headed to uh, pick up my girls. Well, I have two granddaughters, uh, six and four. And they're for my oldest son, Isai, who is my guest, or not my guest, but he's my co-host here on Mindless Digital at times. Um, that's from his, uh, well, his only marriage. He's divorced now. And uh, he and his ex-wife have gone separate ways. And she is involved in another relationship and has moved to Wisconsin. And it's been months. It's been maybe three, four months I guess since we've seen them and it's like you know what let's go pick up the girls and so it, it shouldn't disrupt them anyway because uh, the oldest is is in uh, school but she does it virtual she's online so it's like well we could just you know have her do her homework here her schoolwork here and attend class at home on our computer so the initial Uh, thought was to drive up there and make it a road trip but with uh, it being in Wisconsin um, it kind of fell through because you need like two days to travel really and the the logistics just didn't fall in our favor so we said you know what that's not going to happen but we still had the thought in mind I was like all right we we still want to get the girls so what are we going to do and I said, well, I could just fly up there. And it was just kind of a thought. And my wife took that thought and just ran with it and made it a plan, as she always does. And so to minimize our cost, to make it cheaper for us, she tried to book the best flights or the cheapest flight in this case, which she did. She got the best she got the best price. The only thing is that it required me to fly all day long. And it's like, oh man, I was not looking forward to this trip because of that reason. So I was looking at my itinerary and my first flight, which there was a total of four. My first flight was out of uh, Houston Hobby Airport at 8.20 a.m. And because of the time change, uh, it arrived in Baltimore, Maryland at 12.20 or so. So it was actually a three-hour flight plus the one-hour, you know, change in time because they're ahead an hour. So that was a total of four hours, basically. And it's like, man, this is a long trip. And in in reading, you know, what to expect now because of all the COVID 
guidelines and rules. They don't give you drinks. They don't give you alcohol on the planes, or at least on Southwest planes anymore. They serve you water, ice water, and they give you some snacks. It's like, oh man, this is going to suck because I didn't bring anything with me. Plus, I didn't really want to bring anything with me because that early in the morning and me at my age, I drink too much liquid, too much fluid. I got to get up and go to the bathroom. I don't like that. I don't like to have to get up and go to the bathroom, especially on a plane. So I said, nah, I'm just going to sit here, chill. I said, what am I do? So I pop my headphones in and tune in to the latest episode of Flashback with the Homies, the canceled episode. And, um, and I chilled to that for the first flight. And uh, just to chime in on their episode, because I got to give them a shameless plug. Shout out to uh, Grumpzilla, his wife, the Azados. Um, they have a really good podcast if you guys haven't checked it out. But I really have to give him props because those guys are the four regulars, okay? And if you've ever done a podcast with four people, I consider four people the max. But they had, I can't remember how many other people. They had maybe two or three other people. So big, big, big ups to them for being able to control that many people on a podcast episode and still not not um, have people talking over each other, people having side conversations. I mean, it's going to happen, but when, you, when you're not, you know, on, on top of things, it can get out of hand and turn into a real shit show. So Grumps does a real good job of, of keeping everybody in line and on topic and, and you know, on focus. So, uh... I got to say, I got to hand it to him. He, he, he knows how to handle them. I, and I guess it, it, it helps that, you know, they, they're friends and they're always hanging out. So they kind of know how each other's going to act. And, and, and I guess maybe they discuss it, game plan it prior to. But uh, still, it, it's still an accomplishment. So definitely check them out. And uh, let me see. I know I had some comments in regards to some of the topics that they had. Oh, uh, yeah, Grumzilla was talking about his son eating him out of house and home. I feel you, brother. I got four boys. I raised four boys. My oldest is 31 and the youngest is 10. And he's going through his growth spurt where he's eating everything in sight. So I can tell you from experience from growing or I should say raising four boys, my grocery bill every two weeks was roughly 400 bucks. All right, so do that twice a month. That's about 800 bucks on groceries, and that's just on a major grocery run. That doesn't count the little side runs where, oh, I forgot this. And then you go with one of them, oh, dad, I need this, I need that. Because you can't go to the grocery store with your kids without them throwing all kinds of shit into the basket. And it's like, okay, 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 but no more. And then, okay, and then before you know it, man, your bank account is drained and it's crying because of all the groceries you bought. But, uh, yeah, man, raising boys, no easy task when it comes to food and clothes and everything else. Uh, oh, and, uh, the last 
topic that you guys covered as far as um, Cat Williams versus um, shit, what's his name? Fuck! I just drew a blank. Oh, hell. This makes me real mad. Kevin Hart. Yes. Kevin Hart versus Cat Williams. All right. So Kevin Hart has some really good... uh, He's had really good success in crossing over. And I think a lot of it has to do is that he has that appeal of of being non-threatening. Okay? Plus... He's teamed up with The Rock, and that's even helped his cause more. So that's why he seems to be more accepted and more popular. Cat Williams don't give a fuck. He's more urban. That's his crowd, the black crowd. And anybody else that'll join and come watch him on on stage and in in his movies and the shows like Atlanta and um, the Friday series, he'll take it. The only thing he worries about is making sure that his perm is on point. But I got to go with Cat Williams. I think he's more energetic. He's got more to say. Like I said, he just don't give a fuck. So I'm going to give my vote to Cat Williams. All right. So flashback with the homies. Check them out. All right. So my first leg takes me to Baltimore. And I posted some pictures of me eating. Well, I didn't see it, but I had to get something to eat because I was starving. So I got some Subway, and I'm just sitting there looking out on the tarmacs and seeing the activity, the planes at some of the other gates. So I just took a picture, and I posted it and said, uh, you know, that I was there. And, of course, I I tagged my location. And uh, I got hit up by uh, our good friend, huge supporter of our podcast Tina Mendoza so um, she asked me where I was headed and I was like well I'm going to pick up my girls in Wisconsin this is just a layover don't have much time because it was basically an hour maybe less than an hour before I was getting on my next flight so I was just killing time at eating some lunch and she says oh it would have been nice to meet you in person I was like likewise man it would have been Maybe even had her on it as a podcast guest, but the time frame just didn't work out. But uh, thanks for hitting me up and uh, suggesting it. So uh, eventually, I think our cross will pa- our paths. Blah, 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 blah. I think eventually our paths will cross. Um, so, but thanks for being a big supporter of the show and and my posts and stuff. And uh, keep up the good work because uh, without you, um, you know our word. And our podcast, they, it wouldn't get out there. Our, it, it wouldn't get out there for other people to, to know about. So thank you very much. So like I said, my last, next leg was uh, from Baltimore to Milwaukee. And that was a two-hour flight. And that took off like around 1230 or something like that. And that put me there at 2. So I got off the airplane first thing I do is go to the bathroom and then go check and see where my next flight is because sometimes these these uh, airlines will change the uh, gate numbers from your boarding pass so you don't want to sit at the wrong gate and miss your flight so I found my gate and I was like alright I'm going to camp out here 
and uh, I was supposed to meet with the girls at that gate. I had communicated to their mom, and my flight was leaving at our flight was leaving at two twenty, and uh, they showed up, and I was really glad to see them. I hadn't seen them in a while. They even looked like they had grown, like they had stretched some. And man, they were a ball of energy. They were full of conversation. And so mom stuck around, got him some chips, got him something to drink. And I was like, all right, girls, anybody going to go potty? Because that was my biggest fear in this whole trip. It's like, they got to go potty. And luckily nowadays... In you know, in at the airports and other places, they have family restrooms, so you don't have to worry about. I got to take them into the men's room and go in there. So here you have privacy, and you don't have to worry about that. So luckily, that was one of the first things that I did when I got to my next destination. All right, which was um, on the way back was to. Uh, find the you know the bathrooms but of course on my first flight back with them from Wisconsin to Nashville uh, man I'm, I'm telling you I was all over the place from Wisconsin to Nashville that was going to be a two-hour flight and uh, I was with the girls and of course the youngest one Tolly decided that she wanted to sit next to the window which was cool with her bigger sister Layla I sat at the uh, on the aisle seat, and Layla sat in the middle, and of course they're squirming around, and uh, their Mimi, my wife, had given me some uh, coloring books and some colors to try to keep them occupied, which it did, but it didn't shut them up. Especially the younger one, she talks so much; she's just like her dad, and probably just like her grandpa. But uh, yeah, they're they're squirming around and. Um, my older granddaughter had her chips and her drink in a bag and she had laid it next to her and this was before we took off and we were just sitting there on the runway waiting for other people to board I guess or maybe we had already boarded and they were just doing the final check before we take off and uh, she scooted over and sat on her uh, the bag with the chips in it and it popped you know how you can squeeze the bag and it pops and at first we didn't realize what it was. I was like, well, where's that come? What's what's that noise? Where'd that come from? But as soon as that popping noise came, okay, we heard that popping noise, my youngest granddaughter looks at me with this face, like, ooh, you farted, grandpa. I was like, no, I did not. That was not a fart, and that was not me. And of course, the people in front of us heard her and just thought that that was funny. And I was like, hey, you need to use your small voice. You talk too much and you talk too loud, which is true. She has no filter and no volume control. So, um, of course, we finally take off and they're all excited. They're looking at the window and they're up in the air and everything. And they're just going back and forth. They're coloring. They're drinking their juices and eating their chips and stuff and. We get to Nashville at about, what's that, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. 
think it's 5 o'clock. 5.20. Yeah. We get to Nashville at 5 o'clock because it's a three-hour flight. And uh, I have a two-hour layover in Nashville. It's like, oh, my gosh. And it's already starting. Grandpa, when are we going to get home? Grandpa, I'm ready to go home. Grandpa, I want to get home already. How much more time? I know, I know. I'm ready, too. So I try to tell him. Well, okay, well, we got to wait two hours before we get on our next plane. Two hours? It's like, yeah. And, of course, they, they have no sense of time, no grasp of what time means. So they continue to ask. And it's like, all right, girls, who needs to go potty? I do, I do. Okay, well, let's go potty. I need to go potty, too. That's like, all right. I need to poop. Okay, okay, we're going to go potty. I need to poop, too. Okay, both of you will poop. So I take him to the family restroom. Of course, the oldest one sits down first. She does her business. Cleans herself and everything. It's like, okay, it's Sissy's turn. So Sissy sits down. And she's sitting there. And she's doing business. And she's taking forever. And it's like, okay, Sissy. Hurry up. Grandpa's got to pee. Okay, I'm almost finished. Meanwhile, I'm over here squirming because I got to pee real bad. And the older one says, Grandpa's doing the bathroom dance. And the other one says, let me see. I want to see Grandpa do the bathroom dance. I was like, look, hurry up. It's not funny. It's like, okay, okay. I just got to clean myself. And I was like, well, would you please hurry up? And then she looks at me. And she says, Grandpa. I was like, what? It's like, can I clean myself at home? I was like, no, you cannot. You may not do that. You need to clean yourself right now. So she cleaned herself. I don't know how well, but she did it. And I said, all right, you're done. Get out of my way. So I had to go pee because I was holding it. So then uh, it's like, I'm hungry. And of course, they weren't hungry because they stuffed themselves with chips and uh, what are those little fish, those fish cookies, the goldfish. And then the the stewardess gave us, uh, the flight attendants gave us snacks and they ate those, those, those snack mix. So they had that. And uh, so we're sitting there. At this little restaurant, it's called the Gibson Cafe, which is um, it's it's owned, I guess, by the Gibson Guitar Company because they had Gibson guitars all over the walls and memorabilia, which is kind of cool. So I ordered me a burger and a beer, and uh, for the next two hours, I sat there and uh, talked to them about how much more time they had left over questions started rolling again grandpa is it time grandpa i want to leave grandpa i'm ready to go i was like so am i so am i so finally the time comes to board we get our stuff we get on the plane and we take off for houston two hours away and i thought all right the sun is down 
it's night, dark out. These girls are gonna fall asleep, and I'm gonna get a little peace and quiet. No luck. Not one bit. It's like they kicked it into another gear. And then they started arguing. And then they were fighting over who was going to sit next to the window. So we had to negotiate. It's like, all right, Tali, you sat next to the window last time. So it's Layla's turn. Well, she wasn't happy. I was like, but you can still see the window from the middle seat. It's like, okay, Grandpa. So two hours of, are we almost home yet? And squirming and loud talking and, oh man. So we finally made it to Houston. We get our stuff, go down to uh, passenger pickup, and we wait for my wife and my son to pick us up. And about 10, 15 minutes later, they show up. And they're all excited to see everybody. And I'm excited to see them because, hey, they're not my responsibility anymore. I can hand them off. As soon as I got home, I got in my PJs. I got in bed. And I said, all right, girls, grandpa's going good night. And it was lights out for me. But I can tell you, as much as I hated that trip and as much as I hated to have to think about making that trip, I enjoyed myself every hour, every minute that I was with them or going to get them and meet them and bring them back was worth it because I got to see them again. And there's no, there's no way to explain. There's no way to verbalize what it's like to feel that from your grandchildren. It's a different, it's a different feeling from what you feel for your children. Grandchildren, there's an extra layer of it. And I wouldn't give it up for anything. And I would do it again for them. So, alright guys, uh, yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, at Dave underscore jokes, keep, a wa- keep an eye out for my episodes, if you're listening to this and you don't follow me, look for me there, alright, oh, and I forgot to mention, damn it, on my trip to uh, Milwaukee, I was thinking about the uh, Chicano-ish podcast with uh, Pops, Brittany, and uh, Buzz. It's like, ah, this is their home state. I'm not sure exactly where they live, if they're close to Milwaukee or, or where. But um, definitely would have been nice to, to meet up with them if I had the time. So, but anyway, that's another podcast you guys should check out. That's a good one. That's in my top 10 for sure, if not top five. So shout out to them for being a cool ass podcast and keep me entertained. And uh, next time I'm in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area and I got the time, I'm definitely looking them up. And I did hit them up and say, hey, 
let's podcast together. So hopefully they'll respond and, and we can make it happen. There's nothing more there's nothing more fun than, than reaching out to other podcasters and, and, and you know sharing your thoughts and ideas and experiences about podcasting with them. So but uh, here's to uh, granddaughters and grandsons and grandparents. May life always be full of joy and happiness. Enjoy every moment. Live it to the fullest. Because you never know when it's going to end. See ya.